Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who host Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FingerLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. And now your host, Chris Marquardt. Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this edition of the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast. Excited to have you along for the ride with us here this evening. It, uh, it's... That's not the button we needed. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little rusty over there? It's been uh, a while. A little th- I was a little thrown off when I got here. They had all sorts of crazy stuff going on. They're doing a ton of remodeling here at Finger Lakes 1. I'd, I'd love to sit here and tell you that that's the reason that we were, we were off. It was, it was not. We, um, we, we had intentions last week of, of rallying and having a show and everything. Um, uh, I, I, was, uh, I was in lockdown until... Um, Monday night or Sunday, I can't remember one or the other. Uh, but then Monday, uh, Martin Luther King Day, we had all that big snow, and our dog was playing in the snow and split her toenail off at the front of her foot. Ooh. So we took her to uh, the doctors, and they handed me a quote for like three hundred and fifty dollars because of the anesthetic and the surgery and everything. And and thank the stars that the doctor peeked over the counter before that dog went behind the door and he goes oh that nail's still there which i don't know what you heard when i said that sentence but i heard lower bill <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were gonna say bridges brought her home put some super glue on it no good. well it was it was it was bleeding bad like to the point where i was i don't do well with blood so it seemed like gallons but i mean i don't know if you've ever split your fingernail back into that mm. and her mm. toenails are black and she's an all-black dog so mm-hmm. i can never tell where the quick is anyway i've had that problem with molly i had that problem with bella and now charlotte isn't immune from that problem either but so molly bella and charlotte is that all wwe inspired no oh, no right. you I could make story. connections you could probably you could probably make that no molly molly was the first dog that i had when i was in college she was named for the band Flogging Molly. Of course. And uh, Bella was Bella was named just because it it fit her goofy personality because she wasn't she wasn't exactly a showgirl at all, you know? And <laughs> and then uh, she was she was a ton of fun. She was the one that had the blown ACLs and mm-hmm. plural. I, I didn't stutter. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then Charlotte was uh, Charlotte was named I have a nineteen ninety two Winston um, poster mm-hmm. that was turned into a clock that my dad gave me, mm-hmm. and that was the year that the first year that they ran under the lights and Davy Ellison won and the wreck at the end, Kyle Petty and all that stuff. And the back of the banner, uh, the poster is the wall yep. where it says Charlotte right there as the cars are coming down to take the green for the final stage, and that's how she got that name. Um, although there is some argument in my house that it could be named after Charlotte Flair, but that's the story I'm taking sticking to. It came from the NASCAR poster, so. Fast forward to the next day, and the dog is is walking around dangling her front foot and uh, won't put any weight on it, and it looks like it may have puffed up some. And one of the things that we had with Bella before, I wrapped her leg too tight, and her paw tripled in size, so I was a little aware of it. So we took the dog back over, uh, took her back over. They unwrapped it, and she we got there. She hopped out of the car, finally was putting weight on it, and... We really think that she was just sucking up for attention. I don't know what the deal was, but it's funny you say that. Our our male um, 
Rottweiler, he was playing once and like hurt his shoulder or elbow or something. And like, he was limping and crying and the whole nine for a few days. And, uh, Crystal and the boys got him in the car and brought him up to Ovid. And I got out of work. He was playing once and like, he jumped out of that truck. It was fine. Like legit, like nothing had ever happened. So we take him in and the vet's like, yeah, his elbow or shoulder or something's a little swollen, but he's good. And we're like, yeah, two hours ago, we thought, you know, this was it. We're going to have to make the choice of, you know, but it's weird how the dogs do that stuff sometimes. So we got that all taken care of. Kelsey was going in to get her, her wrist looked at on Wednesday, Thursday. She got her leg, uh, the, the dog got her leg unwrapped officially, and she got to take the, the dopey Victorian collar off and everything. Friday, we were back at Marcellus. Saturday, we were back at Marcellus in the morning, and um, and all manner of COVID tests happening at home. So we got back, and uh, Sunday, I was having some symptom stuff come back, so I talked to the school. I was put back into quarantine just to make sure that it wasn't going to make anybody sick, and it was a sinus infection like I thought. And that brings us to Wednesday, and here we are. And so much has happened in the last week that yeah. – that's just not even tied to that stuff. Yeah, it's it's been crazy. We, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago we had the we had the COVID go through our house. Zach had <clears throat> been hanging out with some friends and went out to to dinner with a classmate from school and her family and uh, come home and you know he's hanging out with us and he goes out and takes Advil and Zach never takes Advil like mm-hmm. never and I'm like what's wrong? He's like oh, I just got a little bit of a headache and I'm Uh-oh. like oh that's weird. So then that was Sunday. Monday, he gets up and he's like, I think I got a cold. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. He's like, I a little bit of a runny nose and got some gunk. And well, he had to go for an MRI because he's been having some back issues. So we had to, so we get go get care of quick. Oh yeah. We go to, we go get the MRI and come home and Crystal's like, I think I'm going to take him to get checked. And I'm like, all right, sure enough, takes him to town on Monday. Yep. He's positive. So he comes home and he gets moved upstairs and you know, he's, he's in quarantine up there and his brother's complaining that he's got to be stuck downstairs. And so then Tuesday, everything was fine. Wednesday, I had to go to work. I had to be to work at three in the morning. So I get up at like 2.15 Wednesday morning and I'm like, man, I got a cold. This isn't good. So I go to work and, you know, the whole nine and I was supposed to work all day, but the, you know, the supervisor came in and we had extra. I said, look, I said, I'm not feeling good. I said, you know, my son has it. He's like, well, it's up to you if you think you can stay, you know, because I've been vaccinated and had the booster. And if you think you can stay, it's up to you. Da, 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 da. I said, I, I want to go get checked because, you know, I, I would feel terrible if I did have it and got somebody else sick and then they got somebody sick that, you know. So I went and got checked and sure enough, I had it. So I got quarantined in my bedroom. And when I mean quarantine, I mean my five-foot Polish wife said, you will stay in there and that's where you're going to be. And, um so I sat in there for a few days and finally had to break down and go out and get a lawn chair to come in and sit on because I was sick of laying down. But, you know, Zach and I were blessed. All we had was cold symptoms. We didn't have no loss of taste or smell or anything serious. So, you know, it, it, we, we were lucky. Um, you know, I, I, and it's, you know, I, I've talked to so many people and know so many people that have had it from, you know, like what we have to, you know, obviously passing away. So, you know, but we're we're good to go now and, Onward and upward. But uh, in, in the midst of all this, um, we also lost Kathy Brewster. Yep. Which was which was extraordinarily sad. And, and um, it, uh, it, it kind of hit me harder today than, than anything else because I found a recipe that I picked up my phone and I was going to text her. And, and you know, there's, there's nobody to text there. So that was certainly 
uh, a little bit of a, of a, of an awakening, so to say. But um, in the midst of all that, and between being sick and 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 being kind of laid out, there was a little bit of time to to reflect and think about things. And uh, somebody, uh, it was kind of brought to my attention that I have the attention of a goldfish. <laughs> I don't believe that. And, and as we as we explored a little bit more, it's it's I'm like a goldfish. What passes in front of me is what I'm invested in, all in, and everything else falls by the wayside. It might be live streaming, it might be thirty first lap, it might be roof signs, or then it might be a magazine, or it might be graphics, or it might be mud bosses or RC cars or whatever. And you know, I found the next cool thing, and I sort of left that behind, or I left this behind, or I I, I lost track of that, and and it made me a little bit self reflective kind of self-aware because I never really thought about it like that. And, and maybe, maybe should I have an awareness of this? It was really interesting to kind of explore that, that rabbit hole a little bit further, because in my mind, I just want to help whoever I can mm. and, and make the sport of Derby better. You know, I, I blew off RC cars because the video game came along. I blew off doing mud bosses because I was having more fun painting video game cars and I never even gave that type of perspective a thought that people feel like maybe they're being left behind and and even as I kind of contemplated that today is the anniversary of when Jeffy and everybody came up in the midst of the snowstorm to hang out and Mm -hmm. you know I I don't ever want that to be the case and I never really thought about like how fortunate we are to have a platform where people still listen to what we have to say and and should I have an awareness of that? Should that be something that's on on my mind to know that, you know, I, I feel like I'm fairly transparent. If you know me through the show, I think you, maybe you don't know every, all the inner workings of my personal life at home, but I think you have a pretty good gauge on what my personality is. It was just kind of weird to, to have that sort of become into perspective that do I have an awareness of, I wouldn't of the voice here or not? I would say that um, it's weird to do this on air. I would say, as usual, you are probably being too hard on yourself. Um, I don't think... Well, I think it was a moment of weakness, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that you find the next cool thing and move on by any means. Um, you know, you may not have been as um, involved with RC stuff, but, I mean, you and Ed were still friends. You know, you would you would call Ed, or Ed would call you, or you would text. Well, we would still or write about. Text. We we would still write the rules together, and that's, we were doing banners and stuff. And that's he, what I mean. I mean, I don't think by any means, and I don't think anybody that knows you or met you would ever consider that. Um, you know, it's just it doesn't matter um, the situation if you if a person loses somebody that's close to them. You always look back and think, man, I could have done this different or did I do this good enough or, you know, and I, it's just, it's human nature. Mm. Um, you know, but I definitely wouldn't think there would be anybody that would, you know, that would think that about uh, about Chris Marquardt. Um, you know, it's just, it's human nature. You know, I mean, um, you were kind of there from, you know, from the beginning when, when Ed first came up with the first car and we were in the... In the other studio, I, still, I sold a lot of stuff. I didn't sell that. And, uh, <laughs> I still have that car. You know, it was it was crazy because like we'd just been talking about RC demos, and then boom, Ed was on the show with us, and you it know, was his video. Yeah, things things got big, and, and you know, Ed was Ed was you know just such a cool dude. And I honestly, I don't know if I ever met his wife. 
No. Like I don't remember her traveling, and I don't, I don't think I ever met her. If it was I only did, after those spells that he had at Motorama a couple of years ago, where she started spending a little bit more time, and also her schedule got to the point where she could spend some maybe, time on the road too. Were they at a, maybe a New Year's Eve party once? Uh, no, no. Um, his mom came up with him to uh, to Seneca County Fair, and then they took a vacation up here in maybe in maybe in twenty. That's yeah. when they stayed in the camper at the house, but I don't think that I don't think that you guys had concentric circles. No, I don't. I don't think I ever met her. But I mean, Ed was just such a cool dude. But no, I definitely don't think that's the case. Um, I understand where you're coming from. I mean, even when you know when I lost my mom, I thought about stuff that Jesus, if I could have said or would have done. Or, but you know, it's just it's part of life and it's part of losing people. And unfortunately, we deal with it. The um, the, the big thing that that it was on my mind today was uh, so do you, let's start at the beginning you know baloney right mm-hmm. it comes in the big tube did you know that there's a technical term for that Mm-mm. it's called a chub and if you go to the store and you only want part of that you can order half a chub so go ahead and laugh on your own I did all day at lunch when I was looking stuff up but there's a way that you could take that and, and Ed used to make uh, bologna burgers. He would take boar's head and he would slice it off and grill it and sear it off. It was the equivalent of, of fried bologna when you were a kid, but it was actually good. And in some of the traveling that I do on some of these smoker websites, you can take one of these loaves of bologna and smoke it. You score the outside and you smoke it and you season it and everything. So you can, there's this whole world of bologna I didn't know about. So you can smoke it and then grill it and make the fried bologna. Or you can take it and you can cube it up and you make bologna burnt ends. And all these different recipes. So I got all excited. I was going to tell Kathy about it. And, and it kind of caught me when I went, uh, oh. Mm-hmm. But there is good news out of, out of all this. Um, JMW Motorsports, uh, in some way, shape, or form, uh, mostly, as a tribute to, mostly as a tribute to Ed, uh, JMW Motorsports, as I understand it, is, is done at this point. Um, Kathy had taken that over. So that the future of that, however, however much question there may have been is, is, is done. But, uh, Motorama is coming up in Harrisburg in February and they're still going to have the RC stuff. Cool. Um, I talked with, uh, Brad Hostetter who used to own uh, Trailway Speedway. That's since been sold. They're still going to have the RC Derby stuff. And he asked if there was anybody that might be able to take it over. My first thought was, uh, was the Warnicks, Christy and Chris Warnick. They're unfortunately ill, so they're not, not for sure if they're going to be able to make it. You know, and, and then you thought Chris Marquardt. No, uh, no. I thought of Ian Doyle. And they came to a deal, and Ian has worked with uh, Bobby Edwards. And um, I think if I remember right, they've got some support from Eldridge and Sun Recycling. Cool. And they've made Pure Chaos Motorsports, and they're going to be hosting RC Derbies in the Northeast with um, uh, New York RC Demos, which is really good news. This is not to squash at all the stuff that goes on out in western New York. Dunkirk has a very, very healthy RC population. I think it'd be great if those guys could make the trip down. Um, Ian has started working on a new set of rules. They've got a new banner coming in the lower corner of the banner. There's a JMW logo, and it's not not JMW Derbies, but it says in memory of Ed Brewster on it, which is which is really cool. I yeah. thought that, that was that was nice that they they were adamant that they that that was going to be there. Cool. So I think all along, all, all in all, it was it was pretty neat that that was able to find some some savior and some future, and and I know those guys are going to do a good job with it. Um, 
And I know they got a track. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you sure do. <laughs> so sure do. it sounds like those guys are going to be taking over Speed World, if I didn't say that. Speed World up in Auburn. <laughs> Again, they're going to be doing that one. Um, and they're going to be going to Motorama for uh, all future dates, hopefully beyond this year. And hopefully that means that they're going to be taking over the stuff at the Seneca County Fair, too. If they don't, then I know the phone numbers that we need to get them in touch so that that'll have some, have some legs there as well. But all in all, it was, it was good to see that, that, that those guys appreciate who came before them in the sport, and they were going to keep Ed's memory going on there. That's cool. I thought so. We also have some other cool new stuff. This, is, this just came today, and usually we do a read-through for, um, for Jeffy's Fab Farm, but... But but uh, we've been we worked on a script a while ago. Is, and this, is this the official world premiere? This is, I don't know if it's the world premiere, but it's the Crash Course premiere. I'm super excited for Jeffy. Awesome. Uh, Steve Bucknam did the voiceover on it. It's it's all really cool. So uh, Jeffy's Fab Farm crew, their their new commercial. Here it is. Jeffy's Fab Farm in Just Fredericksburg, kidding. Virginia, specializes in all of your demolition derby. Just Jeffy's Jeffy. Fab Farm in Fredericksburg, Virginia, specializes in all of your demolition derby needs. We've got you covered from bumper to bumper. Whether you need headers, shifters, harnesses, fueling systems, or complete turnkey setups, jeffysfabfarm.com can help. We've even got a Canadian branch to help our northern customers. With over 16 years in the industry, we've got the knowledge and experience needed to provide the highest quality parts and put you in the winner's circle. Visit our website today or call Jeff at 540-907-3390. Fabby says the best parts come from the farm. Jeffy'sFabFarm.com. Pretty cool, right? When uh, it came when, out very well. When we were down at uh, uh, the Nationals last year in Pittsburgh, um, I was talking with Jeffy, and he was telling me about that, and he was very excited. So I'm, I'm glad to see it, it came to fruition. Um, Chris actually uh, leaked it to me before I came down. And I thought it was pretty cool, so. Pretty neat to have it out on air. And, so, uh, yes, let's let's go with me leaking it to you. I had to find a way to save it, and as I often do, I just send it to you through Facebook so I can find it in the studio. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and it's, it's, it's great. Um, you know, Jeffy's just – Jeffy is without a doubt one of the great guys of, of Derby. Um, so it's, it's neat to see something like that, you know. And uh, hopefully we see that on some, uh, some live streams and, uh, you know – Stuff like that. It'll be here because, like I like I told you before, we um we've we've got our deal for the duration of 2022 with a couple different groups now, and that until until Jeffy or or Derby Tees or whoever produced it, I, I'm sure that it was Derby Tees. It looked like a bunch of the Derby Tees highlights and stuff, and Steve did the um uh, did the voiceover until they change it. That's the one that we've got. That's cool. It did, however, take a little bit of angling to remember how to put a new video in. <laughs> <laughs> Well, 12 or 13 concussions will do that to you. It will. It will. But uh, that, uh, that all leads us up to, to this, and we're going to be getting a hold of uh, Frankie Guy here in just a few minutes. The Kings of Old School Derby Banquet and Swap Meet, the annual Swap Meet and Derby Party is going to be catered 
and uh, held it with a DJ entertainment in the ballroom at the Tioga Downs in Nichols, New York. Door prizes, raffles, 50-50, car raffle, all part of the program there. Elliott Motorsports, MOP Derby Products, Swift Metalworks, Jeffy's Fab Farm, Hardcore, all scheduled to attend or to have uh, raffle products there. There's no charge for vendors and buyers to jump into the swap meet area. It is, however, $50 for adults and $30 for kids for banquet access. Preliminary count is due February 1st. The final count due February the 15th. There is a special $139 room rate. All you have to do is mention King's Old School 2022 Banquet. That's again February the 26th, 2022, 1 p.m. start time, maximum 300 attendees. So jump online, send Brett a reservation, jump on the Facebook page for Kings of Old School. You can get all of your details there. Also, again, we've been talking about RPM Group, a progressive waste management company based in Owego. RPM Group started in 2016 and now boasts two roll-offs and six garbage trucks. Fully certified and licensed, the RPM Group customer base has grown to include hopefully that logo there it is grown to include more than 3,000 customers offering curbside trash and recycling services in addition to asbestos abatement asbestos surveys interior and exterior demolition lead renovation mold remediation mold assessment and dumpster rental call 607-223-8714 for details or join them online rpmgroupny.com We've got all sorts of derby events coming up. We'll run through that stuff quick just to let you know. The season opener already in the books for Coke Promotions, the Battle at Daytona, part of the 527 Unified Point Series. Three events coming up within the next two months. Wicked's Redneck Rumble is coming up on the 29th. That's in Sturgis. That's going to be this weekend. And then February 19th, that's Carolina Promotions Blue Ridge Bash, going to be in Withville, Virginia. Spent a little bit of time in Withville, Virginia. That's where With Raceway was, up on the hill where Fred Brown plowed in those two mountain peaks, mm-hmm. carved out a racetrack. Stacker cool. 2 Late Model Series came there back before they decided Stacker 2 was kind of bad for you. <laughs> March 18th and 19th, that's Wicked's Urban Destruction in Sturgis, Kentucky. The standings thus far going into the weekend. Ty Richards out on front with 20 points. Uh, Cody Buddy with 16 points. Fugi Barnes third with 12 points. And then a, f- <laughs> excuse me, a tie for fourth. Michael Nugent. Dalton Lee Winterroud and uh, Dennis Hogan and J.D. Loring all with 10 points each back there. Stay up to date online, 527unifiedseries.com. Events on the horizon. Capital City Carnage, March 3rd, 4th, and 5th, 2022. CapitalCityCarnage.com has the details. Limited weld, street stock, both 10,000 win weld compacts, two-man extreme, front-wheel drive hobo stock, front-wheel drive minivan hobo, front-wheel drive youth hobo. All 2,500 win. They're paying the top four. March the 3rd is limited weld and street stock weld heat draws. March the 4th, 7 o'clock, start time for limited weld and street stock heats in the front-wheel drive hobo one and done. And then March the 5th, double program, the twin bill, 10 o'clock start for limited weld and street stock weld concy, front-wheel drive youth and weld compacts. 7 o'clock start time for the back half, two-man extreme class, front-wheel drive van hobo, limited weld feature, and the street stock weld feature. And then the Bash for Cash, before we wrap things up. Bash for Cash, Ross County Fairgrounds in Chillicothe, Ohio. New program this year, May 27th through the 29th, 2022 at smashderby.com. Has all the details there. Three-man team pro stock, 15,000 to win. Turn back the clock, class 12,000 to win. And smash it minis, 10,000 to win. Also, 2,000 to win each of them. Smash it full-size, smash it street stock mini, street stock full-size. We're going to guess and see what happens to happen if we're doing that drinking game. Every time I say the word stock, you have to take a shot. Keep up if you can. <laughs> street stock full-size pro stock mini, youth mini, Smith Metalworks youth full-size street stock minivan truck, mini SUV, Frank's Tank class, the relics, and the farm trucks on the schedule. Championship day is going to be May the 29th. Farm trucks. Street Stock Minis, the Relic Class, the Pro Stock Mini Smash Full Size Pro Stock Team Feature, and the Turnback Clock Feature, all part of that program. The full schedule is online again, smashitderby.com. And then rounding things out for 
our break here. Smith Metal Works. They've got their uh, second Derby Expo scheduled for April 8th and 9th in Mercer, Pennsylvania. The event is going to include several seminars. It's going to feature a collaborative rules meeting in addition to a number of the vendors. There's a lot more information to come. And the, uh, there's a Derby-related event being organized about a mile up the road. It's going to be second to none, which we've come to expect from Smith Metalworks as a whole. Full vendors list is available online at smithmetalworks.info. Various promotions are going to be on hand, including Smash It, Iron City, Hardcore Toast, Dead Man, and more. Times for each day in terms of the seminars are TBA thus far. Follow along Facebook.com slash Smith Metalworks. That's W-O-R-X for more details. Or visit them online at Smith Metalworks, W-O-R-K-S dot info. Experience and passion, second to none. So that uh, pays the bills. Yeah, that covers just about everything that we needed to make sure that we got to. Now, uh, what have you been watching? What's been new over there? Anything good? Nothing. How's the Chili Bowl? Chili Bowl was good. I stayed up and watched that. That was that was pretty decent. Gonna watch the Rolex twenty four hours this weekend. <laughs> Gonna I, it. It's bad that I probably want to go see the Rolex twenty four hours, but I want better than I, or more than I want to see the Daytona five hundred. Yeah, I just think it would be awesome to sit in those bleachers all night long and just watch race cars right. run by. I think you. it would be. I think it'd be more fun to start at like eight o'clock and watch until probably two or three in the morning, and then call it good. Yeah. I'd, I'd watch till the sun came up. Yeah. Sundown to sun up. Are you there, Frankie? So in the midst of all the renovations that they've got here, I'm not sure if the phone's even going to connect because all the, all the receivers have been moved, but we'll, uh, we'll do the best we can. Frankie's joining us on the line. He's agreeing. He wants to go to the, he wants to go to the 24-hour Daytona as well. So you're going you're gonna to do the, the whole time, all 24 hours? No. Frankie? What's that? You gonna do all twenty four <laughs> hours? Can you go to the twenty four hour Daytona? Oh no, I won't watch all twenty four hours. That's for sure. I, just the Rex. I like the Rex. <laughs> <laughs> the guys fall asleep and run into each other. <laughs> That's great. I don't know about. I don't know. If, I don't know how much how much wrecking wrecking you actually get at the twenty four hours Daytona. They they usually tear off some equipment. Yeah. yeah. They, they, oh yeah. They is this year they're gonna have a hard time. I see. Um, I was looking at the, the weather today, and they're expecting a big cold front, so the track is going to be cold. So they're going to have a hard time keeping grip on that. So, and those cars are not cheap. So when they wreck stuff, <laughs> nope. stuff gets wrecked. And it is expensive. So fiberglass <laughs> everywhere. Yep. So Frankie, before we get talking about the season, I got to ask you. Um, you put up a picture of a dent show for back in the day, and then you said you officiated. How uh, how did you get involved with dent, and how many of the, the big indoor shows did you do? I, um, at that point, I was working for, uh, as an official for Krauser's Championship Derbies, and Bob uh, was invited, Bob Krauser himself, and he, like, he said, well, I'm going to bring my head, you know, at that time, you know, I'm going to bring my guy, you know, and they were welcome with open arms. And it was one of the very first elaborate decks that I was part of. Um, you know, with lifts and Chilton manuals. I remember the Chilton manuals on uh, amazing after the fact of how many people I know now that were there at that time that I didn't know. Um, uh, one of the guys I remember very well because 
I want to say the frame had still had that old baby blue and white GM sticker on it. Yep. And that was Scott Zizzleman. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I've heard of him. I remember asking myself, where does somebody find a I mean, black GM, I mean, like, brand new from the factory GM frame? And it was, it was at that derby I looked under, and I'm like, this thing's like new, like somebody like ordered this, like this hasn't been ever in a car. Like this is uh, just astonished. Yeah. Um, and the name Scott Zizzleman uh, came to mind, but a very elaborate, um, the guy that actually either won or got second, they was making the call for the last call in the arena. The cars were parked in the throughway. Mm-hmm. Well, all the cars were moved, and they were shutting the gate. And that picture was like the holding tank after they went in. Yep. There's one car sitting there. There, everybody passed it by. It was like, ah, who knows who it is? Or I don't. I'm like, man, man, just there's one car out here. I mean, they're gonna shut the gate. And he ain't gonna get the run. I jump in the car, pull it in the arena. If my memory serves me correct, I want to say he either won or was in the top three. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so, after the fact, I felt pretty good about moving that car. I'm like, you know, man, that, that would suck to come out. I mean, all that way. And who knows where they're at? Or at that point, you know, it was, I mean, there was just a lot of, a lot of things going on everywhere. Uh, maybe they went to get something to eat or didn't catch it or, uh, you know put the thing on it, you know, back then to twist the wire and go. I mean, it wasn't rocket science. I moved it in, parked it. Yep. Um, later on, I remember talking to him. Hey, if you're looking for your car, it's in here. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it, it was, I know it was either the winner or the top three that I moved that car in. And I mean, I remember, you know, hearing about Dent and, you know, a little bit on the internet and a little bit here. And, and then uh, we actually got some, some tapes from the Dent shows and it was so cool to watch because you know we'd never seen anything like that around here. And you know the dent car, the the dent. Enforcer, very memorable one of them. for me. Yep. My wife wouldn't feel well. I begged her to go. <laughs> um, as I was officiating and teching cars, I uh, remember she ended up. So was it kidney stones? <laughs> gallbladder. She had a oh. gallbladder attack. Wow. Yikes. So she ends up driving herself to the hospital, and, and I don't know what the call, but cell phones and connections. And I was busy and flip phone. Who knows what we had at that point of bags or whatever? It, I didn't know where she was. <laughs> like my wife's missing. <laughs> and uh, finally, uh, after hours and hours of the show, um, she got back. She had drove herself to the hospital. And um, they gave her some pain medicine and had her in there. When we got back, she had the gallbladder uh, taken out back home. But very memorable for me and my buddy, again, a, a great friend of mine, Bob, and the memories. Um, now, I, you know, talking to, I can't remember his name, the guy that, but the, he was a hairdresser. He actually was a hairdresser, I believe. Mark Elliott. <laughs> no, uh, uh, the, the guy who um, at that time was the dead show. <laughs> it wasn't Mark, but, but go on. 
Sorry. So. Yeah, that was that was that was the beginning of like you know big time derby for for right. you know. Remember when the the enforcer or one of the enforcers came to the motorsports expo in mm-hmm. in, in, yep. the, in the spring? Yep. Back when dirt car and Gator and everything was yep. that was right there in the center. Like, oh, there's yeah. a derby car. This is crazy. Yeah, that was that was neat. But no, it was it was it was cool I can to see. Hear you guys. I'll work on it. Um, uh, go ahead. <clears throat> um, yeah. So I, I mean, it was it was just neat to see because, like you said, you know, um, you know, to, to know that you'd been out there, and then like actually the the uh, dense website is still up, and it's still got all right. the, all the information, so you could go back and look at who was where and. You know, now, you know, through the through the blessing of Crash Course, we've got to meet so many guys, and it's just, it's neat to see, you know, who's been in it for so long. I mean, it's... Well, yeah, I go back. Ron McClung was there. Toast was there. Mm-hmm. Casey Smith was there. Yep. Um, just as on a local level, uh, Danny Trent. Yep. Um, the 200, uh, some of the guys from Washington um, was there, you know, those guys. So, uh, yep. so uh, Jimmy Malloy, um, I think that's in mm-hmm. that red car. Yep. Um, that's who that was, and then some of the other guys. I, I can't remember all the names, but um, quite a few local guys. Yep. That we you know traveled up because of us being local. That's how they knew about it. You know, we you know they went to run the dent show. Yep. Yeah, there was there was a there was quite a contingent from oh. New York that went out there. I, the Snyder brothers were the first two to go out, and they took Mopars, and they I think they ran three times. They took Mopar all, all three times, but then. You know, Aaron Bunce went out and ran, and uh, Mike Rice and um, yeah. Stephen Manichaki went out and ran once. Um, there was a lot of guys. I think uh, oh, I Frankie Rundell, who uh, passed away. I was just um, going to say, I saw a Frankie Rundell tribute. Yeah, come across. He, he went out and ran. It was it was neat to see, man. It you know it was like I said, it was it was the forerunner of the big shows now. So sure, and I well, I remember one of the things was uh, Locker End or not Locker End. Yep. It was one of them things with the soap and what, how wet was it going to be or how, um, but I remember that was not having, I mean, mostly a stock were in at best. Yeah. yeah. Or the one that came in it. Yeah. Uh, remember guys looking for the limited slipper and, and not welded or right, you know, yep. so. And it was, it was neat to watch, you know, even now you, you can go back and see some of them on YouTube and man, they were. You know they, they, they those cars weren't when they started. They were they were not a heavy build car like they mm-hmm. were at the end of the dent Correct. run. Yeah. Um, so I mean they were they were junk and stuff. It was it was fun to watch. It was it was really enjoyable. Uh, Absolutely. And again, uh, you know, probably start a you know the very fortunate for me again uh, going back showing my age. My God, I mean somebody asked me one time, how many cars have you actually inspected or looked at <laughs> in my days? Uh, well, I mean, I've probably been in some form or another over 18 years. Um, either, you know, I drove for over 20, inspected like the following 18 on and off, and here I am now. So, and I mean, I've been very fortunate to work with, again, some, you know, Iron City and, and some of the other guys in Florida and, and Johnny and, and Vegas show and, um, I never thought that Derby would take me to the degree of where I'm at today. And on a local level, I've, I've officiated them all. Um, Destruction Productions. You know, I can Lorraine, Virginia to uh, Randolph, Ohio. Um, the Schumanns and the Lovejoys uh, first schooling me <laughs> on on uh, bumper shocks. Uh, 
bigger than everywhere else I went. So. <laughs> Did uh, <coughs> at, at risk of yeah, at risk of blood. at risk of making you older than than uh, than you are? Did you derby in the seventies? No, well, my first derby was in the mid eighties, eighty four, okay. and I won the first derby that I ever entered. I I, I think we talked about that once before, but if you think the eighties. And then count yeah. forward. That's still five decades. I'm old. Let's just say that. <laughs> Frank, you carry it well, man. That, that's all that matters. Uh, yes, I'm carrying too much of it now. Is, um, I've you know, made it a point of I'm either going out and doing something important or I, I don't do much. Uh, Derby World, um, this fall, uh, going into winter, uh, for whatever reason, everything is two and a half a month ahead. Um, you know, where I needed something, I feel like I, um, I had to have everything two and a half a month before I normally did. Um, and the shows prove it. I, I mean, you're seeing more shows. I mean, they started, uh, day one of 2022 and bang, bang, bang. I mean, they continuously come here. We are for, you know, it. I mean, I have a show April 30th all the way. I'm going to November 12th <laughs> this year. Um, it never ended last year. You know, it, it just rolled right through. Uh, I have the lift. I we rent the lift to you know I, we'll go to TJ and Dead Man and uh, we was at the you know King of you know God well, we're not using it if it can help you know part of it it's a I bought it to help I mean we can make a difference somewhere or make a better inspection to um, you know point the needle in the right direction in every world that that's what it's for uh, so if I'm not using it you know so we ran all the way to the end of October and then bang it was. November was here, and we were back on the, you know, I ran around with Casey to the Blizzard Bash, and then I went Jonathan Howman. Uh, we ended up at the, uh, um, what is that? that the, uh, turkey Derby? In Indiana. Turkey Derby. Turkey yeah, yeah, the Turkey Derby. Uh, we was out there with those guys, and uh, just, it's not <laughs> Just never quit. I mean, it just roll right continuously, uh, continuously rolling. Casey opening uh, the SMW Expo in April. Uh, you know, trying to get apparel, but all the things ready um, to be there. You know, before it was March, it was May, June. Now we're, you know, you need ninety days to get apparel done, and with the back and forth with drawings and expectations and. Sponsorships earlier this year, and um, I just uh, let's just say a little overwhelmed. But I'm sure I'm not the only one. I've talked to some of the other promoters, and um, I, I, they all feel it. I'm sure, and even frame laid right down to the parts builders. I mean, did, did they ever really stop? I mean, from no. Christmas on, bang, bang, bang. Uh, I don't think so. No, they didn't. So, so, Frankie's, we got to take a minute to acknowledge we got some great stuff coming in on the live chat too, and, and then we'll get into get into some more stuff with with Frankie here real quick. It's a real real brief sidebar though. The first year that we did the RC Derby at Blizzard Bash, and when we had it down on the track, and and yep. and we we almost ran into the start time. We were talking about working. I did something kind of like what Frankie did, where I helped the guy bring his car out. I didn't realize that that car, because we had 50-some entries, and I was trying to get everything straightened out, and I put the car on the track. 
for this guy that was out working on the carburetor and he wasn't going to get back. He told me, put me in heat three and I missed it completely. And I can't think of his name. I'm hoping that maybe Sean Porth can remember it. His car got all tore up because it, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't being driven and it just didn't click. And I felt horrible. I was ready to give him a body and everything. He ended up making the feature. He ended up running. I think he ran it down into the, I almost think he ran it down into the money if I remember right. But nice. he was, uh, the folks with him were far more upset with me than he was, but it was, it was, it didn't, uh, it didn't, it didn't fare. It didn't have nearly the beginnings of such a great story as what Frankie was just telling us. Um, Ryan deal. He was remembering Ed had the chance to meet him one time. And I'm pretty sure that was up in Auburn at speed world and cool. met Ed. And I just thought he was a great person. Lee Sager checking in. I haven't talked with Lee in weeks. I've been talking with Marty, but hopefully everything's good for Lee. Scott Webster enjoying the stories. Uh, Sean Porth, same thing. Great memories from, from running RC events, even though uh, he was overbuilt and may or may not have been loaded at some point at one of them. So good to hear from, whoops, I just jumped that so much I can't read anything. There we go. From Sean Porth. Scott Kiefer checking in. Uh, Corrielier with some support. Sean Porth uh, saying that everything's in good hands. So that's uh, good to hear. Christy King talking about the world premiere. <laughs> Liking it. Rob Oswalt checking in. Uh, Christy Germain saying the Bills game was insane. It was. I'd rather not talk about it, though. We can just leave that, <laughs> leave that at that. Uh, Todd uh, Todd Doobie, yeah, he was the dent promoter. That's right. Ron McClung. Todd Dubé. That, yep. that was Dubay. Todd Dubé. That was correct. Uh, what if we, and Tom, I remember the, the Tom, trophy was made out. It looked almost like a... Uh, like the um, they give the uh, Heis, the Heisman to the Heisman Trophy. It was made out of that. Um, it was pretty amazing. I, I don't know who won it or if the guys out there, um, but it was an amazing show. And I remember that, that trophy still sticks in my mind. It kind of reminded me of the Heisman Trophy winner, you know. Yeah. Um. Uh, Tommy Woodbury. He's asking what would happen if we ran rules like that today. And I think probably every car would get loaded because everyone would cheat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tony Godwin, the best thing that he has seen was Frankie running in the heavy cars last year. Valerie Fleming asking if you're going to the beach until March. And uh, Franklin Root, trophy in a ring, too. Rod McClung has an incredible memory for all the derbies he's been in. It's always protected his head. Well, he delivers. The, he he delivers the big shots. He doesn't it's, take the big. It shots. It helps a so. lot, doesn't it? When yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you're one delivering the big shots, it's all good. It's better to be the hammer like than the oh, nail, right? Yeah, <laughs> I heard that about a bumper one time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Speaking of RC derbies, again, I have to Paul. I've been so many messages, so many things. Um, I I I have to go back and look through my. But somebody did message me about RC Derbies this year. We've never added it in any of our shows. Um, I know when back when we were up there, when I, when I used to go to Bad Habit shows, that they mm-hmm. used to frequent the um, Stoneboro Fair. Yep. Um, but I have to look back and see who it is. And again, I uh, apologize. Uh, just overwhelmed at this point, guys, um, with the rush, like the push and the rush. And, yep. uh, so many things to do in so little time. It's everything is coming so fast, and uh, the big shows, um, you know, uh, opening up April in Stoneboro. Then our our new uh, for the Knox Raceway. Uh, that those people have taken it and ran and almost doubled all our purses. Um, just amazing group. Which also, I mean, it was on the phone with Mark. Hey, I don't have much in May. Unified points. 
call the guy from the Knox Raceway. Hey, we're going to add. It's going to be a little bit. We're going to add. Let's add it. Back and forth on the phone. Now, Knox is a unified point show, just like that, in <laughs> 60 seconds. <laughs> so, um, you know, then our team show, our, uh, our team, you know, if anybody's out there, our team show needs some help. We need some We need some more drivers. We had guaranteed a purse. We're going to pay the we guarantee the purse that we got right now. It's ten thousand a win. I had went on live the other day, and I stated starting Monday, anybody, any team that signed up, that ten thousand a win will go up by eight hundred dollars. Wow! So um, if I can get three or four more teams, uh, that purse will be ten five. Uh, I mean it's. Uh, or I'm sorry, it'd be uh, oh, eleven thousand, twelve thousand, be fourteen thousand dollars to win. Well, that's not bad. So if I, you know, uh, we just continue to you know want that to grow, and um, also you know I I told guys if maybe there's four singles out there that just don't have enough partners or need some more people, um, contact me. Maybe I can put the no, team no name together, and uh, you never know. <laughs> so. How many shows do you have scheduled at this point? I know I, we, I've been trying to keep up as we traded some messages back and forth, and it seemed like you were somewhere between 8 and 60. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's sort of like a weatherman at this point. Uh, 17, 18, I'll say, 17, 18-ish. And it's, um, it's finalized at this point, or are you still adding? Yeah, we have one that's kind of off again, on again, off again, on again. Uh, just some again the overlap um the derbies being there's just so many everywhere not just one other one but two to three other ones driving distance you know i've come to the realization there's only so many drivers in an area Mm -hmm. um a ten thousand or a five thousand dollar derby to um win is, is almost became the norm mm-hmm. if you will uh, if you're not doing that as a standalone it's probably worthless um, I'm worried about the fares uh, you know I got to where those guys that are building let's say a limited weld or, or something a heavy or, or a cradle car let's call it I mean you're talking $25,000 um, they're probably not building that car to come win 1500 now, you know, explaining to the fair boards that you're going to get that car after it ran or, or seconds. Um, you'll get maybe, again, some of the hometown guys, uh, you know, you'll still get that. But there's too many options now where they can get to in this. Uh, so, and the overlap. And I'm surrounded by two great other promoters. Uh, but, but, I mean, it, we all are working together as much as we can. There's, you know, no animosity. We talk constantly. Uh, you know, TJ and, and Iron City and Steve, I mean, uh, you know, it's definitely an open communication. Uh, we try to work and help with each other. Sure. And as you spoke at the beginning, this year's a Friday night uh, at the SMW Expo. We're going to have all of us in one room. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, you talked about rules and, and uh, we talk about things. Uh, I, I can tell you from the back side, there's a lot of great promoters trying, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Uh, if it can be done, if it can't be done, I don't know. But there's a lot of uh, a lot of good promoters now that are or, or trying, and we're gonna you know hopefully that meeting that uh, Friday night uh, uh, baby steps and gain some, but uh, hold on, Derby World, because uh, we're trying. Well, that sort of lends itself pretty well to that uh, the, the the Youth World Championship that you're putting together, where all the different promoters that are uh, in the the greater hardcore uh, orbit are going to be able to send a representative or two. Yes, man, super excited about that. There's uh, no one's more excited about youth as is Casey, and sometimes takes on the SMW youth and, and takes on more than he can chew, but. <laughs> I look at him and think, well, I'll chew on it too. I might as well. Let's all let's do it, you know. <laughs> let's not just get us involved. Let's get everybody involved. And uh, I tell guys, you can't beat me because I want you to win too. Uh, I'm on there. I, I, you know, you'll see me during the summer. Uh, I know this end and how hard I work. How hard it takes to get to the arena and what we do for the guys. Go. I don't care who the promoter is. Go out, go out, and support your promoters this summer, guys. This has been the toughest year, the most expensive. Insurance is up, trophies are up. You know, brother and me, you know, Gully up north in New York and Decker and those guys are, are down. Carolina promotions this year. Um, great guys, got to talk to them. I'll be there with the lift. So heads up, guys. We're bringing a lift to South Carolina. Um, just excited about all those things. Um, so, you know, we've contacted Toast and, and all those guys. Uh, Christy from Impact in Canada. Let's go. You know, I mean, they're thrilled. Christy does a great job. I don't know how she does some of the stuff I'll post. But whatever, it's, I take it, and she makes it look all wonderful, pretty, and puts it back on Impact. And I shake my head. I showed my – I did a little thing there. She took it and made really something out of it. And I'm like, how did she do that? <laughs> it's just awesome. But we're glad to have them aboard. Uh, promoters work with the promoters. I'll say it. I, I, I started that thing back at the it, it, when COVID hit at the uh, Roy Knob and Center Stage. Uh, you, you know, there was Brett, there was me, there was Toast, there was Iron City, there was Dead Man. Uh, who am I forgetting? I'm probably forgetting a couple more other ones. But we were all there, all together. Uh, yeah, again, it's out of Mark Elliott's book. Uh, it's pointing the needle in the right direction, um, and that's what I'm for. That's what hardcore is about. Our, the hardcore drivers, people working together, the promoters trying and, and and moving derbies in the right direction. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. No, it's no. The, the youth national championship. We're excited about having the kids uh, and, and them being nominated. Work on a, a little certificate that the promoters can give them as a keepsake. Uh, as far as being promoted criteria, number one is a kid that will come. A kid that's willing to travel. A kid that's willing to come and compete. Number one on the book. Well, let's say for a second or third, that's not what we're we're looking for. The kid that's going to build to the next level. But the SMW build is is a pretty stout build. I I've been happy to sit in some of the youth cars I've seen, especially <laughs> last year at the Bash. Oh yeah. Um, but that kid that wants to build to that degree, that next tier, that next level, um, show up and compete, 
and we're going to give them some good money. We're going to put them on center stage as the main class. I believe it's the first night of the final confrontation. And also, instead of championships, we've opened the final confrontation up as a national championship. Cool. Interesting. Our regular, I mean, everybody's paid the cradle cars and the, and the limited welds. Um, hardcore being, you know, people call us kind of fair guys, but we stayed in our lane. We are now paying our hardcore compacts and our hobby stock builds 8000 a win. You come throughout the year. If you are first, second, third, and we replaced the Hellraiser this year with the Hardcore Hammer. <laughs> so like if that. you are first, second, third, fourth, I think it's the top, top three or four and our Hardcore Hammer, and you come back and have a second run with us, you win that national championship in the final, at the final confrontation, you will get an additional $2,000. Not wow. bad. That's pretty nice. So um, we're putting our our money in our mouth, you know, where our mouth is, and and with the the guys at the, from the fairs that run our shows and come and compete, and, and you know, we'll give it back to them. And uh, but that will be again open, um, probably the beginning of April, maybe April first, or maybe even at the SMW um, to be to be determined. Um, we're going to open those up. If you think you're going to run with us, um, make sure you get in on that one. going to do a $5,000, I don't want to call it cleanup show, but after after our city being the, I think, 8th or 9th or 9th and 10th of September, we are October 1st and 2nd this year. So, you know, three heats, uh, one and done, 40 cars of heat. Um, three weeks later, come bring that car for a chance at another five grand. Um, that's what we're going to do with our limited weld, which kind of mirror Iron City Promotions uh, right. uh, rules. So, so also, Jonathan Howman introduced the Run What You Brung, and hope you brought enough compacts we're going to have uh, at, at our shows this year. So uh, that's exciting. Uh, Jonathan's one of those guys that... Um, he has like I don't know if it's nine thousand pound compact or something. I don't know. We <laughs> we we all into the bash that year, just like Steve did going to going out to, to Kansas. We had flat tires constantly. <laughs> I was like I told you that thing's too heavy for that. <laughs> we just kept changing tires. Uh, but, uh, so Frank, I, I gotta ask. You know, I I know uh, your your biggest supporter in the Derby world is obviously Michelle. And you know she, when, you know, you, whenever you see one, you see the other. These two guys, they're always together. You know, they're they're a great, you know, great couple doing great things for the sport. Um, but I got to ask, when you come up with some of these ideas, or you know, raising these purses this much, does Michelle ever look at you and kind of give you a look like maybe you're going a little crazy, or you know, anything like that? Or <laughs> oh my, as early as twenty four minutes ago. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I got home late uh, again. Phone calls. You know, uh, every Wednesday I, I I'm I, I make a run and my goodness. Uh, so, yeah, I got home 24 minutes. Yeah, we 24 minutes ago she was yelling at me about purses and and you know why are you wearing it? You know, why are you raising that? And you know it's. I, I know a lot of promoters take a lot of flack. Uh, for whatever reason, I'm not. For we seem to get more 
uh, maybe I'm crazy. But, man, I am for the drivers. If the drivers do on the back end um, what we do at Hardcore to fight for those drivers, um, you know, just this instance is my fair, uh, a little bit behind putting my fair contracts and agreements together. And my new agreements spell out the number of derbies. A stick of four by four by quarter being $500. Um, the money that's, and the, the time and money spent, you know, on something is a, a simple compact. You know, the rollers and the cars, how much they cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's because I've been in those so many shoes for so long. Um, trying to give back to them and on our on the promoters end and um, I don't I can't speak for other ones but I'm telling you the the person that we got um, we fight for them to get paid um, right now it's been a it's been a tough fight for 2022 has been a tough fight uh, but uh, the hard we're gonna keep continue to fight for the hardcore drivers and give them the best notch, top notch, top quality, fair level playing field that we can. Um, so, you know, many more than this year, more than ever this year, um, to prove our point in some instances, um, you guys come run, come run with us, come support our fair shows. Um, it's the only way to, to keep it going. Uh, or you never know. It might, you know, here today, gone tomorrow. Somebody right. always do it cheaper. Yep. Well, you get what you pay for on those fronts too. Somebody can come in and do it cheaper, but the problem is, is you know, sure you can easily sit back from a fair point of view and say, hey, it's uh, it's it's your job because you're the promoter to make sure that you bring in those cars. It's like, well, if you look at my body of work, I've got 17 derbies, and I'm not having a hard time drawing anywhere. And you know, it's you can only do so much to keep those fairs uh, up and running. And if they're not willing to change with the times and understand where they are on the landscape, if that's what their purses are, then then it it sort of comes to a point where this is a terminal relationship one way or another. I, I, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> um, that conversation has been happening a lot. And, um, well, if you need me, Lee, just let me know. I'll be there for one of the meetings. I'll explain <laughs> it to him. No. Um, sometimes I need talked off the bridge. I think twice <laughs> last week I backed up. And uh, put the tailgate down, and I either think it was Mark Kelly or Casey Smith called it, talking me down off the tailgate because I was going to jump. So um, twice they come, and you know, those two guys, I, I know I talk about them a lot. Uh, um, there's not two better out there. Um, I get all emotional and stuff. I can't help it. Uh, but uh, just a special bond, a special thing. uh um, talk a bunch and uh, about a lot of things. So um, I appreciate uh, what everybody does for for Derby World, but uh, two really special guys to me. Yep. Absolutely. Well, Frankie, as as we know, Frankie's got a lot of stuff still still in the works, and and while the schedule is finalized on paper, he hasn't caught up on all of the graphics quite yet. So if you jump on uh, HardcoreDerbyPromotions.com, that's going to be continued to be updated as we go. There's a couple of them up there. He sent me a ton of that stuff, and, and we had all these plans about all the stuff that we were going to dive into, and we didn't even scratch the surface. So, <laughs> so, if, nothing else, so if nothing else, we've left meat on the bone for another time. Uh, I'm and- absolutely. I'm not, I'm, there's, 
I could talk for days. So what we'll do is, is my gift to Gab. <laughs> well, uh, Tommy Woodbury has been tuned into this whole thing, and as a promoter who's building up up there and uh, uh, in New England, he's gaining a little bit of traction up there. So he appreciates listening to you and and trying to pick and 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 learn a little bit. Uh, so hopefully, you guys have had a, a conversation independent of just him sitting here listening to us because uh, he's he's a great student. No, um... My number's placid everywhere. Um, <laughs> I tell people I take the good with the bad. Uh, I am more than gracious to share stories with other promoters, ideas, you name awesome. it. I got no secrets. <laughs> um, I am wide open. Uh, I got nothing to hide. I enjoy the heck out of listening and talking to other promoters. Um been a big part of uh, keeping me here, honestly. But sometimes the promoters, the talk with the promoters and the drivers are two different uh, discussions. <laughs> two very different discussions. Very different. <laughs> very different. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes the promoters and um, the good ones know. The good promoters, I'm not saying, you know, there's good and there's bad and, and anything. And, and they're out there. And um, I can tell right away the good ones that um, there's no promoter out there getting getting rich doing this. Uh, no. Um, you know, when I was looking for a flagman, uh, you know, people would, uh, I'm like, what do I tell them? You know, like, I can't think of anything good to say about <laughs> it. I mean, like, I, you know, people call me, I want to promote a, a derby, you know, unless it is an undying love uh, that runs in your veins deeper than blood. Uh, there's nothing else in it, guys. Um, the money isn't there. Um, the praise isn't there. It's for the love of the sport. And it sometimes as we move on and as I, it's been harder to keep up and keep going. Um, well, listen to this. You know how much I, you sink your heart and your soul into it. And sometimes it still isn't right. Uh, it's been hard to swallow uh, in some, some instances. But, uh, yeah, tell the guy from New York, call me. I, I'd love to talk to him. So so there you go, Tommy. I'll get your I'll get your Frankie's phone number. But you you say it's a thankless job, and and we have said for a couple of years now that what you guys are doing right because you started from the right perspective. And there's other promoters out there that do this the same way, but I don't want it to go lost on on you guys and uh, how you treated the drivers with respect and and everything was decent uh, from the get go, and and there wasn't any of the favoritism, some of the nonsense and. And that's what helped drive the, the momentum of hardcore. When all the county fairs were shutting down, hardcore was still running in Pennsylvania, giving people a place to run. And that, in turn, led you to the success that you had last year because people wanted to come back and be part of it, and they saw what it was, and, and they turned into destinations. So if you, don't want to take, if you don't want to take my word for it, Tony Godwin is still in the chat, and he says he's run for a lot of promoters, and Frankie and Michelle are the best, hands down. So I don't know how you can top that. <laughs> the Godwins and and all the guys out there, you know, I, I go back to meeting uh, Jody and Butchie, um, Don mm -hmm. Santel, uh, kind of taking back a little bit, starstruck, if you will, blah, blah, right. you know, in my dirty world, uh, that's Don Santel, oh, wow, okay, you know, but <laughs> to meet these guys, and then you talk about that year that we were in COVID, uh, for guys like Cameron, Pete Hansen, and Corey Rund, I look behind me and I remember some of these guys with their jaws chopped open. I mean, 
we have got a world, uh, North American national field right up here at the Rory Dog Raceway. Mm-hmm. And guys are what in the world is going on? Yep. I mean, this, this is, it was amazing to see, amazing to watch. Um, again, uh, you know, we made friends and, and, and again, kept the integrity, uh, um, also, we got six unified shows. Six. Uh, so proud to be able to be a part of that again. And I'll say it: uh, the winner uh, that wins unified points, I bet we'll have run a hardcore show. So, <laughs> well, well, I think that's be because you have a third of the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. So, <clears throat> well, awesome, man. I appreciate you coming on. Like I said, we'll, we'll we we got some stuff that we could dive back into once the rest of the schedule gets solidified and and all the rest of the details and stuff are out there. I know most of it's done. And uh, and you're working on the rest of the graphics and stuff. But if nothing else, it was a, it was a great time just to hang out and chat a little bit. We learned some stuff Absolutely, that we didn't know guys. otherwise. And as always, I definitely will need to get you guys to hardcore show, especially Brian. I like to I'd like to have some dinner with him and pick buy him a steak and pick his brain one night. Uh, <laughs> but you're invited, Brian. And uh, I appreciate it. I'm at the hardcore show. Uh, steaks on me. There's a quaint little <laughs> restaurant here. Uh, Uniontown's best kept hidden secret. And, uh, uh, you and Chris and the fam, whatever, come down. Uh, we'll treat you. I appreciate that. We'll uh, we'll make a plan for it in 2022. Okay, guys. Thanks for coming on, Frankie. We'll Have catch you soon. Take care. See you now. Bye. There goes Frankie guy. So, so before we go any further, Uh-oh. I know of at least three drivers that have spools of those decals, and you just get to slap it on wherever it'll fit. Those GM, those baby blue decals. <laughs> <It> just, <laughs> what occurs just doesn't matter who's the other one. <laughs> What? Whitaker, Zizzleman, who's the other <laughs> yeah, one? How many, how many do you need? I heard stories about like when stuff was discontinued that you could buy frames and you could really? get stuff through dealers. I don't know if it's true, but I mean, I heard that that... That would be awesome. That was like... <laughs> so like you could still get that stuff. And I mean... It, that would be cool. I have no idea if it's true or not, but it was yeah. a... I'll have to do some story. digging, see if... I know some guys that might know some guys and hear if they ever heard yeah. anything like that. Yeah. I'm That'd sure you cool. could come up with something. It'd be neat, wouldn't it? I mean, I mean obviously, that ship has long since long sailed. sailed but, but still, the fact yeah. that you could have done that back in the day, yeah. that would be you cool. imagine. Buy it and hang on to it in 1981 if there's anything left over. <laughs> imagine if you could find, like, a cherry, you know, 70-whatever. Did you see the shocker that just came out of Pennsylvania the other day? Mm-mm. It was gorgeous. It looked like it just came out of the showroom. It was gorgeous. Knock the windows out and let's go. That's, that's exactly what's going to happen to it, too. But, I mean, it the, the paint on it was was great. But, hey, yeah. everybody keeps saying you can't save them all. I just got to find a way to save one. <laughs> Listen, in, in, in 10 years, your kids will be out of college, and, uh, you know, you'll be able to buy yourself a nice cruiser. I, I have one. I have one, and when yeah. they get out of school, hopefully I still got something left to fix. If I can just find a way to to, to nurse around what's left so that we can get there, we'll we'll be back there. I I really you got to find something different to sit it on. The soil in Seneca County is not the best. I know. I, I I know. I I know. You know what I put mine on, and when I when we uh, when we got done with the caddy after the last time we ran it, um, one of the dad's shop is concrete, and the other end's dirt. Well, we had some um, like tin roof. The tin roofing they put on, uh, the neighbor had got a bunch of it and did his own roof. And he was, it's, it's I don't know, 30 foot long or something. And it's standing up in the one end of our shed. So we laid that down, backed the car up on top of that, and there it sits. So I'll see if that was a was a moisture 
I know. I mean, it's been there for it's been there for a while now, and it, it kills me. But it's not going to get sold. It'll rot where it sits before anything else happens to it. I just don't want anything else to happen to it. Now I'm on borrowed time as it is. You know, we got to we got to do something, but it's cost prohibitive right now. We just can't do it. The in, the longer I wait to spend the money, the more money it's going to cost. But isn't that a vicious cycle? It yep. It but is. you know what? I mean, you know, they do ground up restorations now, so it's I know. And you know, they can fix anything. I don't want it to be a ground up restoration. I just want to be able to drive it safely. That's all I want. Yeah, I mean all they'll as probably have to do is, you know, put new subframes and floors. Everything and, is good in it so far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now everything's good and and just I keep joking with Melissa. There's no reason to rush it. Tomorrow's always a guarantee. <laughs> Shouldn't see the humor in that. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, it's funny. Not at all. Nope. It was funny. We uh the car that Zach was driving was a hand me down from his uncle and it you know, it, it was good for the first semester of school and but it just it's wore out two hundred and twenty some thousand and so it went down the road. So we've you know, right now he's actually got his mom's car because she's working from home because of COVID and so on and so forth. And so I was at work one day and mom and Zach were looking for cars. So Mom's going through one part and Zach's going through another. He goes, Mom, right here, this is what I need. Uh oh. He goes, Look, we can buy this and Dad can drive this. You can drive Dad's truck and I'll take the car. It was a 1975 Cadillac, two door, mm. blah, 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 for the low, low price of $8,500. Hmm. <laughs> and she was like, You see what you did to him? And I'm like, I. I I didn't really do anything to him. Like, you know, just being a young boy in the Derby, and I think it's... Debit so. card or credit card? Which one? Yeah, it's all good. It's, you know... <laughs> you can't take it with you, right? He, he's, he's like, just just offer them less and see if they take it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, uh, boy. It's not exactly how it's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But that was... He had it He had it figured out, man. That was going to be my cruiser, and uh, <laughs> we could wreck it in a year or two, and so... I saw the... Uh, I saw that gold Plymouth Fury has been relegated to the back lot on Main Street, that one that was up in Manchester forever that Donnie finally got his hands oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that one was parked out back. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's not a good sign. He's, he's got a couple out at his place on 336 mm-hmm. where he works on him. He's got a couple yeah. shockers out there. Mm-hmm. But Donnie's one of the busiest guys in the world. Ever, of all time. And he, I'm pretty uh, sure he's still got an Imperial in that garage. Yeah, oh, yeah. He I never got so. rid of that thing. Yeah, it's, I don't think so. I mean, it's never going to bend. Yeah. Uh, so he'll, you know. He'll, he'll build something out of it sooner or later. Uh, Eldridge's ran at the hangover race. I don't know if you saw that. A bunch of them pulled double duty. The Wilkins were there. Tim Ellison was there. Zach Herman was there. I bet you it was um, cold. I looked cold. The pictures looked like it was blizzack weather, you know? <laughs> yep. We, I was uh, talking to somebody who didn't know anything about demolition derby. He's like, so what, do you just love running like studded snow tires? I'm like, nah, there's rules against that, but blizzacks. Blizzacks will get it done. <laughs> Nicely. Yeah. What do you think? I think it's time to put a fork in it. I think so. I think we're going to call this one good. I think this was 384, 385, something now. Something like that. Yeah. We're closing enough. it on 400. Yeah. We're, we're, we're clicking them off. But uh, yeah, God willing, God willing. <laughs> we're going to be back here on Monday. Back on Monday, how it was supposed to be. But I uh, appreciate everybody tuning in and hanging out with us. Larry Sullivan was one of the last folks to check in. Again, <laughs> always great to have you guys hanging out for the ride with us. If I didn't get to you in chat, um, I do appreciate it anyway, especially being a, a – uh, Low heads up Wednesday, yeah. but uh, there wasn't uh, much. Uh, there wasn't much. Not much warning. Nope. Nonetheless, we sure do appreciate it, guys, and uh, we'll see you back here again on Monday. Thanks a lot.
Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who hosts Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at SmashItDerby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at StirringDirtRacing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FingerLinks1.com studios in downtown Sacramento Falls, New York. 